Welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow. This is a moving river podcast hosted by multifaceted entrepreneur and transformational coach Bia Marie Anin. In this podcast, we want to help you discover the concept of flow and show you ways to get into flow and how you can keep your life flowy. Hello, 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 and welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow, where we talk about all aspects of flow in our lives, how to create it, how to maintain it, and how to access it whenever we want. If you'd like to support the show and learn more about what we do at Moving River, you can check out our website, www.movingriver.com, or check out www.superwoman.coach for our Superwoman training and circle. You can also find us on Instagram at moving underscore river, or you can find us here, right here, right now. How convenient, right? How can you flow when the world around you is crumbling? How can you stay in your joy when there's a war right in front of your doorstep? How can you be at ease when you don't know how to put food on the table? How can you feel freedom if your freedom of choice is being attacked? How can you feel safe when because of who you choose to love, your life is in danger? Most of the things I just listed are outside issues that you have no control over, no power over. You may feel defeated, helpless, small, even insignificant. But what you have power over is how you react towards them and how you let those outside incidences affect you, let you feel. Are you turning towards fear? Did scarcity catch you? Are you letting these issues affect your well-being and your health? What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the good? Are you focusing on the healing work? Are you focusing on love? Energy goes where attention flows. If you put your attention on the negative things in your life, this is what you will see. If you put your attention on the positive, what are you grateful for? What do you love? Where can you send love right now? Think about one moment today. And if it is just small, every tiny bit counts that brought you joy. Like the sun is shining, the bees are pollinating the first flowers, the dishwasher is working, your family is okay. A stranger let you skip the long waiting line in front of them. Or do you focus on the negative? Do you only see the bad in people? This is what you will see. This is what will become your reality. Happiness, a feeling of security, a feeling of peace, 
is an inside job. I know this is really cynical to say if you're running for your life. But even if you're running for your life, you decide how you feel about that. Are you panicking? Or can you put yourself in a calm space? You can also navigate what you think. Thoughts become things. You decide how you react to the people who hurt you. You decide how your inside looks like. You decide if you want to be angry and glum, if you want to hold a grudge, or if you want to forgive and see a chance in your situation, if you're feeling hope. If you focus on just a teeny tiny bit of good in this world, you will see the good that is happening even if your situation seems messy and without any options. You always have an option. You always have a choice. It doesn't matter where you are. Let's look at it from a practical point. Our brains are still wired much like our Stone Age ancestors. While we live in modern cities, free of lions, saber-toothed tigers and bears, well, most of us, our job stress money problems, and relationship issues still trigger our fight-and-flight mechanism. So we could try to eliminate all our problems to give our brain a rest, or we could try to upgrade our brain and especially our primitive amygdala. But is there a way to upgrade the brain like I upgrade my computer or my phone? There actually is. In a 2011 study, researchers at Massachusetts General Hospital did an eight-week mindful meditation training experiment. All the people attending had never meditated before. But at the end of the eight weeks, they had effectively silenced the electrical activity within their primitive amygdala. The effect was they had fewer anxiety attacks, less worries, or fear signals. What was most astounding was that the participants had dramatically decreased their amygdala size and volume, and it took them less than two months. So it is possible to take our Neanderthal brain to a new age. I don't have time for meditation is the most common response I get when I talk about the benefits of sitting in silence and breathing. So let's split this up. Let's start with breathing. In another episode, I talked about the boxed breathing technique. So if you start to get a faster heartbeat or sweaty palms, the best thing is not to fight it. Stay where you are and simply feel the panic without trying to distract yourself. Place one palm of your hand on your heart and the other one on your stomach and breathe slowly and deeply. The goal is to help the mind get used to coping with panic, which takes the fear of the fear away. When you breathe, commit to a rhythm. Depending on your lung volume, breathe in for three seconds, hold your breath for three seconds, Exhale for three seconds and hold your breath again for three seconds. 
You can alter this, doing it with four seconds, five or six. You will see not only your lung capacity expands, but your mind will get calmer and sharper. You lower your blood pressure and you gain control again. Our mind is very powerful at producing images. So how about we use that gift for something that actually serves us? Take a moment to close your eyes and imagine a place of safety and calm. It could be a picture of you walking on the beach, a beautiful beach, or snuggling up in bed with your loved ones next to you, or a happy memory from childhood. Let the positive feeling soothe you until you feel more relaxed. Once I got the advice to think about the worst thing that could happen, and my brain went in a downward spiral. I could die, but that's not the worst thing. My family could die, my kids, and so on and so forth. So I'm not asking you to think about the worst. I'm asking you to imagine the best thing, the best outcome that could happen. You cannot eradicate your current life circumstances, but what would be the best thing that could happen for you in this situation? What would be the best outcome? Our imagination is a wonderful thing. It gives us power, creativity, and the ability to think outside the box. So instead of letting our imagination lead us down the dark corridors of fear, purposely use it for overcoming fear. How do you do that? Pick a calm moment when you are relaxed and not anxious. Close your eyes and imagine yourself in a situation that normally causes you fear. For instance, if you are afraid of being lost in a crowded building, picture yourself in a busy airport. Now, imagine yourself handling the situation peacefully. You don't freeze and you don't begin to cry. Instead, you search for an information desk or a sign that will help you regain your sense of direction. You imagine yourself reaching the correct parking lot, unlocking your car door, and driving safely home without any bad incidences. Feel how proud you are of yourself. Bask in that feeling. The peace you experienced in your imagined scenario can actually help you get through the actual or deal with it more peacefully. When you save the scenario in your memories, you can always come back to this when you are in need of a safe space. Finding your calm, finding your center is a work in progress. It is worth the work and time you spend looking for it. Because when you have found it, it is easy to bring yourself back to this happy space, even when the world around you is crumbling. I hope this has been helpful for you. If you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to reach out via bea at superwoman.coach or on Instagram, moving underscore river. 
rate the show with five stars, or write us a cool review. If no one has told you today, I am grateful for you. And remember, stay flowy, my friend.